We're back for episode number three. Yeah. Lots so, of things have happened since last yeah. couple of episodes. Yeah, the meta, um, some spark ads. We got a, some crazy topics to talk about, honestly. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so, so with meta, I mean, one of the biggest companies literally out there just completely rebranded everything. Facebook. Yes. Facebook rebranded to what is now called Meta. Meta, yeah. And Meta is the, the parent company, mm-hmm. which was the Facebook company, right? Exactly. That was the parent. Now they're saying it's Meta. That doesn't necessarily mean the actual, you know, apps are going to change per no, se. No, exactly. Because it's, it was like, I mean, it's pretty much just a rebranding of the name. Right. Because right. it's, Meta is more, they're just trying to move into the future, having that like more futuristic type sense to it. But it's, I mean, it's a big change for a company like that too. Just yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a rebrand of this size. No. Um, especially with like a trillion dollar company. Yeah, and it was done just that quickly too. Yeah, it's they really did make a switch very fast. Yeah, why do you think they did it? Well, definitely because of all the backlash that they're getting. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I mean, they, you know, keep going before the, uh, what is that? Uh, hmm. The Senate, I believe it is. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. They're always in that. Yeah, like, so they're always under fire with like the privacy yeah. Uh, laws and everything so you know obviously they're trying to rebrand to get away from that name because the facebook company and telling all of their products like they probably don't want you know facebook constantly showing up in the news and then it affecting all their other apps Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah it's it's pretty wild that they did end up switching it but meta meaning metaverse right Mm -hmm. which is for all of their apps Mm -hmm. included and then they're you know mark zuckerberg's been really putting a big emphasis on oculus yes so vr headsets Mm -hmm. With that, you know, people can play games and stuff and also, like, join rooms and, like, talk to their friends through this thing. Yeah. It's like Ready Player One. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's going to be – I feel like that's that's exactly where the future is moving to, is to more of, I mean, an actual metaverse to where everything's going to be kind of like a collective um, just online society almost. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Are you ready for that? I don't think anyone's actually ready for that because no one no. actually, I mean, no one even really knows where it's going to go. Like, yeah. It is pretty interesting how it all works because like eventually more and more you're going to be in like this reality that's virtual. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of are now because we're on social media. We engage with people. We message like, people. YouTube, you do calls. It's all like, it is all virtual, but mm-hmm. in a sense of like live in the moment, mm-hmm. it being virtual, it's going to be kind of weird and like seeing somebody virtually, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen those glasses by any chance? The ads uh, for those glasses? Are they by, Where, by Facebook? Um, I don't think they're by Facebook. They're by this, um, I think it's just a private company, but what they're doing is they have a contact and if you put in the contact and then you wear the glasses, it's like a complete heads up display of like- What? Your entire world. Is no like, way. Yeah, it's like kind of like, not necessarily an Oculus because that's like a, a virtual experience, but this is like the real world that projects it out. But it's only when you wear the contact. That's incredible. Yeah, it's actually insane. And like that actually sounds really cool. Yeah, it's just an ad too that they're man. Like, they're running the thing is, like, what is like the health causes of stuff like that? Like, is there any risk to it? I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something, but like right. I, it's almost kind of like an experiment at this point. Uh huh. How fast do you think the you know, people are going to adopt into using like Oculus and like these different like VR mm-hmm. stuff. Like I know we have a client right now, Octi, the virtual mm-hmm. space is happening. Yep. You see also in Snapchat, they're using like, you know, the, the virtual items and yeah. stuff like that. And like companies are starting to, 
you know, adapt to show their products through VR, mm-hmm. but how fast do you think people are like the consumer side is going to adapt to it? I think it's, it's gotta come pretty quick. I would say you know, within a year, I'd say within like two to three years okay. like with, with NFTs and like the, the amount of like most people know about NFTs now, yeah. even if you're not necessarily in them, um, the non fungible token. Right. But like, those are going to be tremendously huge in the future. People just kind of don't really, because everybody's owning that. their items online. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, Octi, like, they've yeah. done this before in the past though. It's like, uh, you think about Fortnite and buying like outfits mm-hmm. and skins. I mean, Same that's thing. technically an NFT now. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. just, it's more, um, it's more. Anybody can own that item. Whereas in exactly. NFT, only you can own it. It's only that one, one. of one. It's, it's like, um, well, like with like a, a famous painting or something like that, if it was created first and it was created by this person, then that's what gives. And then there's it. obviously replicas, but that's not the original. Exactly. And like with Fortnite skins, like you were saying, like everyone can have that. Skin right. Buy it, but like. If you have one skin, it's just But it's yours. not weird for people to spend money on a digital item. No. In that case. No. The younger audience is definitely doing it. Oh, yeah. I know people that have spent thousands on those Fortnite skins. <laughs> Holy honestly. smokes. That's crazy. Um, and so, like, I mean, there's NFTs going right now for 300. Hundreds of thousands, yeah, right? 300. The, the it's s- incredible how much people are spending on NFTs. Like CyberCon, or like the, the Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, I believe there's another one. And they, they seem really simple designs. It's almost just like whatever gives it that like cool characteristic. Like if people enjoy it, people like it. Yeah, like everybody it. chooses its value, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's all speculation. And it's kind of the same thing with like skins and games too. Yeah. It's like. Which one, yeah, whichever ones mm-hmm. people think are cool. And then if they don't drop them again, maybe somebody buys their account or something. Exactly. It's that like limited time. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So going back a little bit, mm-hmm. Meta. Yes. What do you think about the name? I kind of like it. All right. And like, I think it just, with where Facebook is going and they kind of have a overarching look on social media. Yeah. All the companies are acquiring. Yeah. We ran a poll on YouTube. Yeah. Asked everybody like 66% of people said they didn't like the name, which was pretty interesting to me. Huh? Yeah. So only 33% of people on my YouTube said that they actually liked the name. Now flip this. And on Facebook, mm-hmm. over 60% of people said they did like it. Really? And they were on the Facebook app when they did this poll, right? Huh. They answered my poll. And it was the total opposite of, like, mm-hmm. who didn't like it. So it's pretty interesting. So it's almost like a 50-50 if you, like, huh. you know, put the numbers together Yeah. to where, you know, people either like it or they don't. Yeah. Do you think it's just it, it has the, like, Facebook behind it, so they're kind of just right? They still have that unresolved. Mm-hmm you know, feeling towards whatever's happened in the past. Yeah. I do like the name though. Meta, I, it's a short name. I feel like it's catchy. Mm-hmm. I also think that it, I mean, it does have a deeper meaning here. Exactly. Metaverse, it's connected to all their platforms. They are trying to build, you know, VR uh, side. That is where a lot of emphasis is being mm-hmm. focused. It looks like it's a lot more futuristic. Everything that they've updated looks, you know, their branding is, you know, quite clean and forward thinking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I think it's a good, you know, name overall. Yeah. Uh, but certainly, we still call things Facebook ads. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever going to be calling it meta. Yeah. It's not necessarily meta. You know yeah. I mean? Somebody commented, um, so what does this mean for Facebook ads? And I responded, do you mean meta ads? <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's all a Facebook ads still. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Because is they're all s- separate companies, of sure. course. But is, is Facebook, 
No, because it was it was previously the Facebook company. So it was, that was the overarching. That was Meta technically, and so Instagram being separate, it's still still necessarily just Facebook ads, I guess. Yeah. It's all ran through the same platform. Yeah. So how do you, let's say people start using these VR headsets and like mm -hmm. they do the Oculus thing. Where do ads come into play on here? Like people are running ads to get them to show a product and they mm -hmm. could see it visually, but is that by choice or are they just like popping up in people's homes when they're on the like dashboard where they see like stuff around them and all of a sudden there's like an item that they've never seen in their home that's like a special offer. Yeah. And it's like showing how it would look for them, but like they didn't choose to look at it. Yeah. Like they didn't choose to see it it just pops up do you think that would be the approach or do you think the approach is like you download an app onto you know the vr headset that's like you know let's say that uh, a home furniture store mm -hmm. wants to sell products you download that and you can look at all the different items there and there would be ads for products to click on yeah i think it's going to be a lot more of like people people need to want a product i believe uh -huh. i feel like that's the best way to sell something sure. to someone where like that's why Facebook algorithm is so good is because, but you don't think they're going to intrude by showing the product mm, automatically in somebody's home. I don't without them like choosing to click on it. I don't necessarily think okay. they would go that way. I just interesting. I think people would kind of probably push back on that. It'd be kind of weird yeah. to see like, say like a, a vase of flowers yeah, exactly. on your kitchen table. It's like, you could have this for $25. Yeah. And I mean like, like Oh, that does look good there. It, like, Sure. If you're looking, I mean, if you're, well, with Spark ads um, and not, not TikTok Spark ads, but Facebook Spark ads, they're the new AR uh, augmented reality ads okay. where you can do that exact thing. You can pull out your phone. Yeah. And if you, um, a lot of large, larger corporations are currently doing this where you click on the product. Yes. The ad, you see it, the product and then it says like, use the VR and yeah. then you just point your phone, bam, mm -hmm. it pops up. And it displays the product. Now that is a good way to that would be a creative option in your exactly. actual and especially um, for like ads manager too. Yeah. Like for glasses, you can, you can pop up the VR and it'll show you exactly yeah. what the glasses look like. They've had this for a while, but I think mm -hmm. it is going to be a lot more adopted here pretty soon. And then like, yeah. it'll be pretty normal for people to be purchasing that way yeah. after like seeing the items, mm -hmm. like get an idea of like how big something is because it's a lot more accurate now because they use like LIDAR and other things like mm -hmm. that to make sure the measuring's yeah. right. With the, with the phones advancing yeah. too, it's just going right. to compound on top of each other. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. They also, um, I did see that, I think this is like two months ago, but they've increased the uh, AR augmented reality developers by like almost 550%. In Increase what? The number um, of people hired? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that's, I think. It's a big growing like, category right now. Yeah, they're ramping it up. Yeah, that's. That's interesting to know yeah. for sure. And they've got a whole, I mean, you could, they've got Facebook training on uh, Spark ads right now. So I think they're just trying to try to get, trying to get companies up. to use them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't know. That's just kind of where it's going with the metaverse. I feel like. Yeah. And then like wearing digital objects mm -hmm. where you're like with walking around in public and you can see exactly. somebody's digital item on them with the digital yeah. view. Cause it's so where you have like custom J's on. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, with the whole supply chain issue that's going on right now, and I know um, tons of e-commerce brands are being affected by this. That would be and so amazing. It would fix that. people that were literally just problem. buying, like you wear like a, you know, just one colored mm -hmm. cloth in person, but in the virtual world, it's always changing and you yeah. always have like all these outfits you could have purchased. Mm -hmm. Oh my yeah. God, who would do that? <laughs> I think we'll see. I think We'll see. I don't think anyone really knows at this point yet, but... 
it's it's coming fast. They're really going to care about it. Yeah. That will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, are you, instead of buying, like, LV, are you going to, like, be purchasing some special online brand? I mean, people are doing it with the NFTs, exactly. so I guess that, you know, it makes sense that it would happen mm-hmm. as, like, clothing people start doing. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if you go out in public, you're like, oh, snap, I know that definitely costs a lot from a person. Exactly. It's that limited, like... If there's only a few of them, it's just like any luxury brand. If there's right. only a few, and there's like hype around it. Yeah. That's what gives it value. Perceived right there. value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no. There w- and selling ads for those things. Yeah. I promoting like them. It'll be the same almost. Yeah, it would be. I think it'll be a lot more visual. Right. Um, not as. I feel like it's not going to be as much copy because that's the problem with promoting a product on a, on a phone. Yes. That you kind of need like some description. But if the product is so... If it is virtual. Yeah, and it's so like visually, you can see it. I mean, there's really no selling that kind of comes along with that. Mm. Maybe a little if they want it, they want it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and got it's it. it's so like, it's like just having the product immediately like shipped to you and you can test it out. Right. And like, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So that's going to add more placements once there's enough people that have, you know, purchased oculus Mm -hmm. and like all these other you know vr stuff to where ads can be placed there yeah um i feel like the placements are gonna be insane i also noticed like them delivering reels on facebook now Mm -hmm. when you go look at the reel on facebook and click on comments it says view on instagram now this is a theory of mine okay and this might not be intentional but knowing how facebook's acted in the past this could be a strategy where they're intentionally doing it to where you have to go to Instagram to view comments, which everybody, you know, a lot of people like to go in the comment section mm-hmm. and look at what people are saying. Whether yeah. they comment, interact, or like don't, a big portion of people do go to the comment section. Mm-hmm. So when you click on the comments on Facebook and it's a reel, it says view on Instagram. Now all of these, you know, older audiences like boomers, you know, people who are primarily on Facebook more regularly than Instagram, you're now migrating an older audience on Instagram, which has, you know, a much better rep for its brand and name and Gen Z and millennials are really, you know, leading Mm -hmm. the chant on Instagram. And so now you get older individuals, you know, adopting to what's trendy on Instagram. And now you see a much larger audience coming to Instagram. Hmm. Like you already have the billion users on Facebook, but maybe you're at 800 million on Instagram. So this real strategy, because it's being delivered, if all these you know older individuals want to see and comment mm-hmm. or interact, they have to go to Instagram. And now you're moving people onto two platforms instead of one, which increases your overall availability of ad placements and Netflix. gets people active on two platforms now. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. And if that's not their strategy, then it's 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 a pretty good that's one. what's happening. Yeah. I mean, with the whole all this stuff that we were talking about about Facebook and like all the controversy around that, yeah, you don't see any of that on Instagram, right? And like, they're probably do. I mean, like what you're saying about the comments too. I mean, obviously that's a really good way to to get people engaged. But I think they're just trying to, like what you're saying, move people on Instagram. It makes more yeah. sense. And like those stories and reels are like the new feeds now. Oh yeah. Like when was the last time like you were going through your Insta feed? I mean, do you go through reels? Do you go through stories? Mm-hmm. Do you go through your actual feed? Sometimes I would say okay. so. Just like a little scroll through, but um, interesting. The data says otherwise. Really? What does the data say? The majority of people are using stories. Really? Yeah. 
view I, counts I mean, are at their all-time high. It's the highest viewed placement. Really? Yeah, out of all of Facebook's placements right now, really stories on Instagram are the highest viewed placement. They are very like like right when you click. I know I'll go into Instagram sometimes yeah. and like have an, an idea of like, oh, I gotta search this up. Yeah, and I'll just see a story and like click on it. Totally, it's, it's so like. And if you're a business, right? Yeah, you should probably be doing stories. Oh, of course. Because that's where the eyeballs are mm-hmm. and reels. Yeah. And not only that, but it automatically posts to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, re- oh yeah. If you're mm-hmm. on Instagram, you post a story. It's gonna go to Facebook automatically. So yeah. now you're getting that view count. But ads on stories, you can get long form video on stories now because when you click forward, mm-hmm. it'll show like little clips. Huh. Yeah. Really so it takes a three minute video and breaks it up into 30 second clips. And like, as if you're going through your stories by tapping, oh, the, the three it taps seconds? through each little clip of the video mm-hmm. rather than it skipping the video altogether, mm-hmm. which gets somebody to stay engaged. So in theory, you could have a very converting part of your video at like the one and a half minute mark. And as people are clip, like skipping through the clips and they hit that one, they could still end up getting retained even halfway through. That's really interesting. Without watching the first part. That's crazy. I yeah. Wonder, I want to see the data now that you said that about how many like people are watching, sto- like the, the daily use, I guess, of stories. Yes. Because that placement, I've also noticed that they're, they're switching up how they deliver it, where if it's not a, a one by one, um, it like has a, um, it moves the, the picture down. Have you seen that? Where it like jumps yes. the picture and yeah. copy and it switches it. To yes. Like kind of grab your They're attention. automatically adjusting it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, I guess, split testing on their own. Right. Just to, to figure out the best placement. But yes. Yeah. I mean, because that's the thing also with Facebook is that like Facebook ads, they were very, like you have, you have the headline, you have the description, and there was a lot of like, like it was pretty obvious that it was an ad. You know what I mean? Sure. But with Instagram, it's really like, they're, they blend it in. Yeah, very well. To where like, and if the algorithm is able to continue to improve, it's it's almost not necessarily like an, I mean, it's still an ad, but if it's so targeted to where like it's actually something that you need, then it kind of just goes with the flow, I guess. Right. Yeah. What do you think about them taking away the swipe up feature? On stories? Yeah, they, where now you do the button click. Oh, I noticed that. I don't. I wonder why they did that. Yeah. I feel like that swipe up was kind of like a, it was kind of like a, I mean. A, Everybody would be like, swipe, swipe up, up, swipe yeah, up. It was like a big thing at the end of the ad. Like yeah. Just do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of interesting that they did. Yeah. Um, but do you think that's also because of like how people are scrolling? They're always swiping up, but nobody's like, you know, if you're clicking, that's intentional. Yeah. I guess it's actually, it's a call to action too. Right. So and then like now you button. see the button rather than it being like kind of hidden. Exactly. Just like a couple of arrows to say to swipe up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like it's, it probably delivers probably a better conversion range a little bit for better. the ads. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because as like a creator, I feel like the swipe up feature was much more, had much higher click through rates, not for ads, but like if you're trying to get somebody, if you have access to being able to tell people to swipe up on your Instagram originally, like lots of people would do it, but now like you have to click a link in the post. Mm. It's not even a button. It's a link. Hmm. So you can put the link in there once you pass 10,000 followers on Instagram, but like the click through rates are much harder to get there because like people just aren't really clicking on links when they see them on Instagram because no, usually links don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big thing. Also they're taking, I feel like not many people are using links as much. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, um, that industry is kind of changing for the for the ad aspect because that was huge on Facebook. I right. Know, like you needed a link at the bottom yes. because it was clickable, of course. You know, I'm seeing this now on YouTube where there's an option where you can 
turn off links where nobody can comment links. But oh, if you, really? yes. And so links won't show up. But now if you don't have that option and you allow links, you can make a YouTube short. And if it says has a few million views, you can paste your link in the comment, pin it, and it's going to pull up the uh, meta like description and thumbnail. Huh. So people can now, you can literally now drive a ton of people to your site by doing this strategy. Wow. So it's like, let's say somebody's working out and they're like, hey, follow my routine. And you click on the comment section, yeah. bam, the link is the first thing you see. It's almost like an ad, That's except it's crazy. not. But it's organic. It's all organic. That's crazy. It's this new strategy I'm noticing. Huh. Do you think they're, do you think they're trying to move it over to, is that just trying to take away a little bit of the ad placement or do you think it's just trying to. There's no ad placements on shorts right now. Oh really? Yeah. They're giving out money though. Now right. they opened up a fund, the creator a creator fund, fund. Yeah. Yep. On YouTube. And I've been joining these calls mm -hmm. every Tuesday and Thursday. They have creator fund calls. Oh yeah. And so you get these private those, invites. Going? Yeah. yeah. They're fun. And they tell you insights about like how it works, how, you know, you can get these payments and essentially it's a big group of people and they just go over different like strategies and stuff. Um, it's all hosted by YouTube and it's invite only, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things was, is like they're giving out money to people who essentially get like a certain number of views and, you know, they DM that it's fine. Mm -hmm. And they're allowing copyrighted music now on Reels without really? penalty. Really? So like if you post three or more like, if you get like three or more copyright strikes on your channel, they're going to like limit your pay. Yeah. Your channel can get taken down. There's a bunch of different stuff. They can disable monetization. Mm -hmm. Those copyright strikes don't count at all anymore in shorts because they said on the call with how many times people use copyrighted music on TikTok, Instagram reels and all this stuff, we're going to allow it. You're not going to get paid for it, mm -hmm. but you're also not going to get striked for it, but we're going to dedicate money of our own, a fund. YouTube's going to dedicate their own funding towards people who use copyrighted content and pay them still pay the, the people that create. Yeah. The so what kind of legal, around is that and they're not getting paid for that post yeah, yeah. they're qualifying for their channel content huh. so they've legally walked around this whole red tape thing with the copyright yeah is that not the most insane thing ever that's crazy because that was such a big problem like, nobody would use shorts because you couldn't get your music to change because yeah. they didn't allow the copyright nobody's gonna risk three or more posts getting their it, channel monetization yeah, disabled like crazy too and then so just recently on this call yeah. that's what they told told that's us crazy. this was just you know a few days ago I don't think they would have been able to compete with no. shorts or with um, TikTok. Not at all. At that point, if they didn't do because it's so a much. huge portion of the content just oh, yeah. isn't being reposted anymore. Shorts are becoming big, especially on YouTube. It's like taking the whole part of the YouTube video and just cutting it up. But a lot of people are also making a lot more like not UGC content, but just it's just like a story. Like on yeah. Instagram, you'd see. Absolutely. What do you think about the Unfuck It campaign? That's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah it's pretty it out of everywhere. the ordinary for them. Yeah, they are pushing it hard too. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's good. I think it's cool. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, un fuck up climate change. Yeah, trying to fix climate change. Isn't right. It? It's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's um, have you have you uh, looked at the the link or anything? Yeah, they invited me to join the uh, movement where I make like a shorts video with Mr. Beast and uh, Robert. What what's his name? Um. The other guy, that's two dudes. It's, I don't know. He's Whatever he, he's doing. Mr. Beast is. Yeah, Mr. Beast and that other guy who did like the steal a package and it goes, it makes a little alarm and yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that guy's name? I, I don't. I can't I think of it. It's like Mark or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they did the campaign together. It's like raise thirty million and we're gonna remove thirty million pounds of trash out of the ocean. Yes, that's insane. Yeah. Is that so? Is that with? Um, so you make Mr. a shorts, tag them, and then, you know. 
Yeah. Just help spread awareness That's about awesome. it. That's awesome. Yeah, because they, they, um, they raised 20, I think it was 25 million. The previous one. Was that the um, plant a seed thing? Yeah, was, they planted 25 million trees. It might have been 20. Whoa. I'm pretty sure. It was, yeah, it was around there. I can't even believe they did that. They had to have yeah. so many people just like going out there and planting seeds. Yeah, because they, they raised 25 million for it and. I don't know where exactly they did Isn't it. Isn't it a drop in the bucket, though, in terms of, like, how many trees are cut down every year in the Amazon? Probably. probably. That's wild. Know. Yeah. It's just kind of... I'd love to, like, go fly out there and just, like, see how it's all, like, happening. Yeah. Like, just see what, like, you know, how big it was or, mm -hmm. like, the comparison of, like, how much they're taking down every year. Are they still, like... Is it, are they oh, they're mowing that thing down really? big time. And there's fires, too, that, like, wipe out more. Mm -hmm as well they're just uncontrollable really it's just putting it up in flames hmm. i mean don't get me wrong it's still massive yeah but i mean like they're still they've done some damage to it hmm. for sure i didn't realize there was that many fires out in the amazon too. oh yeah that's great oh yeah bigger than like you know all these other fires that we hear about yeah i mean if you have that many trees like yeah it, you can't contain it at that point right like it's just gonna it's just gonna keep going that's um, crazy yeah but that's kind of a it's an interesting campaign they've been They've been pushing it hard. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I've like, seen it on TikTok. I've seen it. They, they are pushing it well because I yeah. see it everywhere. Yeah. Every platform. It's um, really, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was a good execution on the, it, it got my attention. Yes. It was, that was probably one of the best call to act, or not yeah. call to actions, but uh, hook, I guess. Yeah. And they go yeah. on, fuck it. The blur too. <laughs> yeah. And they right do the, the, yes. And then they like, I think, I don't know if they bleeped or they did like some little noise, I think. Yeah. Um, in the ad campaign, yeah, which was like, cool. wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not over the top, no, but it's still like everybody wants to say the word. See, that's that's what uh, so many um, YouTube. I don't think you can do this on Facebook uh, or Instagram, but so many YouTube ads have that. They always start out with like, uh, like um, mud water. Have you seen that one? Yeah, where they say like, what the yeah is in your mug? Yeah, you bleep it because like because it looks like a ball of dirt yeah exactly but like that hook you know, <laughs> that hook of like of right swearing i guess just seems to work yeah it's, crazy yeah and i've seen a lot of ads do that a lot of people doesn't matter kind of what industry you're in i feel like there's so much to really digest here yeah um but yeah, we're at the end of the podcast yeah mm -hmm. so these podcasts we are going to be making longer mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely add us on instagram yep Chase Chapel. Yep. If you're looking to get your ads managed, definitely click on the link below for Chapel Digital Agency. We manage Facebook ads, TikTok ads, Google ads, YouTube ads, uh, TikTok. Yep. I think I cover them all. Yeah, I think I have um, And then... As well with the courses. Yep. If you're looking to, you know, get full digital access to trainings on Facebook ads, we yeah. have, you know, course offerings below as well. one-on-one -on -one Q and A calls as well. You yes. Your ad account. Definitely. Scale there. But cool. Trying to keep everything general and keep talking about everything, so... Yeah. Well, thanks for coming to the podcast. Perfect.